Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by dental healthcare brand Regenerate Enamel Science. The brand is known for their groundbreaking NR5 technology that is designed to act on early invisible stages of enamel erosion by restoring its mineral content and micro-hardness with regular use. Clinically proven, it's all about making your approach to dental care easy and effective. The brand's three-step oral care regime consists of an advanced toothpaste, advanced enamel serum and an advanced foaming mouthwash to keep your smile strong and healthy. It really is the expert way to future-proof your smile. We spend so much time investing in our beauty regimes, we should surely do the same for our teeth. To find out more about the brand and what they have to offer, visit regeneratenr5.co.uk. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Heather Steele, Hattie Cotmore, and Lou Harp. Hi, everyone. Hello. How's everyone's weekends? Good. I have had such a crazy summer. It was quite nice to have a really chilled one. Mm. I didn't really do anything, stayed in, watched TV, read a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, you've got a lot to add then, yeah, right? I know. Charlotte looks thrilled. Yeah, great. Tell us more. Well, I think because this summer there's been so much to watch, it's quite overwhelming. And I just have basically not been able to get through the list of all the amazing things that have come out. So I've been really trying to dent my to-read list. Okay. So I've just read The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth, which came out this year. If you like Leanne Moriarty, Michelle Francis, psychological thriller vibes you'll probably like this. And it's basically a domestic thriller, so hence the name Mother-in-Law. <laughs> it starts with a woman who's married, three young kids, and she finds out that her mother-in-law has just died. And the premise is the police are trying to work out, was it a murder or a suicide? Oh, I so love things like this. Really, really well written. So it's two timelines. So you follow from the family finding out about the death, but then you also go back to when Lucy, the main character, first meets her mother-in-law. And it's first-person narrative, but also flips between Lucy and her mother-in-law. So you kind of follow their relationship from both sides, as well as all the other familial Mm. relationships, and basically trying to work out why she died. It's the idea that you question Lucy, because obviously that's quite random to have a murder be told from the perspective of someone's daughter-in-law is a bit peculiar. Yeah, really, really clever, because obviously you're questioning her, but she's half the narrative so you want to believe the narrator but also you have the mother-in-law's perspective mm-hmm. that's quite gone girl vibes yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was really thinking. good and these timelines get closer and closer together as the book goes on so you kind of are following them towards the murder yeah or the death or the death I, I haven't read it. I don't know. <laughs> Towards whatever happened. Read it and you'll find out. But yeah, really, really good read. I literally got through it in a whole day. So oh, fun. I like that. I like like, yeah. Very okay. fast paced. Fun. And a good it. twist? Yeah, and quite a few twists. It's not just about the death. Okay. As it turns out. There's a lot of other twists and turns that go on in this family. And that's kind of what keeps you 
into the plot. Okay, because nothing annoys me more with those books than when you're like waiting for the big twist and it turns out it is who you guessed yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you did guess it 100 pages in. So yeah. disappointing. So disappointing. Or often with those, you're, you're kind of like, you know how it's going to end, but it's how they're going to get there that's kind of yeah. what, yes. what, what's gripping you. So if then that isn't kind of a convoluted plot either. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, really boy. disappointing. No, this definitely keeps you guessing and there's there are quite a few different outcomes. So it's kind of working out which you think it could be. Okay. Mm, so, yeah. That's good. Kind of I like it. Thanks, Azzy. Yeah. Very good. Briefly, if anyone else likes books in that same genre, I recently read Lies, Lies, Lies by Adele Parks and The Guilty Party by Mel McGrath, which I've both... heard of that. Yeah, I'll lend yeah. them to you. They're both really good, again, sort of similar thrillers, what's going to happen, okay. easy reads, but good nonetheless. But worth reading. Yeah, okay, good. Heather, you went to the cinema this weekend, as did I. Yes. We both watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Charlotte, what did you think? I'm a bit of a film Neanderthal, so I'm not into cinema, if that makes sense. Like, if I go to the cinema, it is to see a big blockbuster. I'm not somebody who goes that regularly. I listen to a lot of film podcasts because I like analysis of art forms, Mm -hmm. but I can't really get there myself, I guess, is is how I would describe it. So, yeah, I'm pretty, like, basic when it comes to, to films. So I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the new Tarantino film. Obviously, it's been billed as, like the blockbuster of the summer I was so disappointed no it was so boring it's two hours and 45 minutes long which so is long it, that, yeah, that is, always puts me that's off. long yeah we were thinking about seeing it last night and I heard it was that long and I was like yeah. ooh I'll wait and like I went on a Friday night so that's like after a week at work after a day at work if you sit down at like from 8.30 yeah. it's a long time to, to stay awake mm. for I like, deliberately went at the 10 past 6 showing yeah that, okay. that's clever <laughs> it's an afternoon activity if okay. you yeah. do want to see it and the acting is amazing. Brad Pitt, I thought, in particular. Yeah. Like, really spectacular acting. It's about a TV actor who's kind of coming towards the end of his career and his stuntman who has followed him throughout his career and on numerous TV shows and their relationship. And then sort of going on in the background, Margot Robbie is playing Sharon Tate, who obviously existed in, in real life. And um, she was famously Roman Polanski's wife and the victim of the Charles Manson murders. So the first two hours are basically just Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio living their life like like I can't explain nothing I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens it's like well they get in a car and then they kind of go to this set and then they go home and then they like get in the car again like honestly nothing happens (laughs) and then the last half an hour I'd say was brilliant it was basically like watching Pulp Fiction and then watching 15 minutes of Django at the end that's how I would describe it from Tarantino I like the Django's and the Inglorious Bastards Bastards. I like fast paced action fun story quirky and this was that's what I thought it was going to be from the trailer whether they've taken those best bits and kind of it's a really weird like blend of reality and fantasy as well anyway so my theory (laughs) is that it's for people who like critics have raved about it and so it's for people who get cinema but why do you think people are raving about it? Like, can you see why? Well, Heather... I loved it. ...can explain. Okay. I went into it daunted that it was two hours, 40 minutes, but it went so quickly for me. Like, when it ended, I was actually like, oh, like, I just assumed that there was going to be some sort of epilogue because I was shocked because for me it had gone quite quickly. I thought, yeah... Well, the sorry to interrupt. Also because the ending is a little surprising. Yeah, the ending is surprising. We shan't ruin no. it. For me, like, the acting was brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. If you were looking at the narrative, nothing, you know... Yeah. 
yeah explosive really happens okay. so but i i quite like those films mm-hmm. like i kind of see them as plays when there's sometimes just two people in a room talking for two hours so you were more invested in the characters than the storyline well oh, there is no storyline yeah but there, so. is, there is a bit like it's basically a day in a life and then there are a few flashbacks which explain okay. why the two main characters are the way they are yeah but, I didn't have any problems with literally just watching two men shooting shit in the car and as in <laughs> talking and yeah just kind of hanging out I enjoyed it and are you a fan of Tarantino films yeah the only one I didn't love was The Hateful Eight otherwise he's somebody that I definitely go to the cinema to see one of his films okay. and I think everybody does yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's kind of the trap that I fell yeah. into I suppose from I was listening to, to a critic talk about it this morning and he was saying you know you, you get invited into Tarantino's world and you, you can tell from the fact that there are two fictional main characters but also that a bit of reality Mm -hmm, is woven mm -hmm. in with the whole manson stuff that there is this kind of blurring of lines between fantasy and reality and I think that's what the critics have loved so much because it's it's kind of harping back to a golden age of Hollywood and he was saying that what the Manson murders in reality signified was was the change of Hollywood. He claims that, that sources said that nobody was surprised by it, that there was like this kind of big backlash against Hollywood at the time and he said that watching them kind of live this incredibly slow-paced life, because that's what they're doing, it's, mm. all, it's kind of very lazy, halcyon mm. days you know, they have a beer, they're killing time on set like yeah. it's very yeah. slow he said that was the beauty of the film for him, that watching them chilling as if they had all the time in the world when yeah. really time was running out mm-hmm. for them and their industry and for him that was like completely spellbinding so you know what I mean it's for okay. people yeah, in the industry yeah, yeah, yeah. who like care about it. yeah Hollywood but, and the industry but we were saying this before films about films are always what critics and you know real film fans love films you know, about like, acting like yeah. we're saying like yeah. Birdman, Birdman yeah. Uh, La La Land yes yeah. oh, what was that black and white that. one that came that won oh, the, um, the artist yeah the artist yes. anything oh, so like, like that about sort of the man magic of Hollywood yeah, always does well with you know critics exactly yeah. because it's it's playing straight into their hands yeah. Okay. yeah so would you recommend for other people to see it from speaking to people in the office and others I think unless you do genuinely love his work I yeah maybe don't watch but it. I do because love some of his work most people I've spoken to haven't loved it or they've been yeah like bored and like mm. what's going to happen now mm. so maybe if you're looking at it because Margot Robbie's in it and it's like oh amazing like she's barely features really and has about two really lines in it's it. so you know how people have been quite critical mm. about that she hardly speaks yeah like, she hardly speaks it's really? so noticeable there's a whole montage of her when she first appears on screen mm. and it, you're like waiting for her to say anything yeah. it's like almost weird how how much she doesn't Strange. say anything. yeah but it does make me think that's deliberate yeah that said that cinema scene there's a scene where she sneaks into a cinema to watch herself on screen because she's still a kind of budding actress and isn't like world famous or anything and yeah just the delight you see on her face watching her Self as the people in the audience are laughing at the jokes mm. and things is really nice yeah. to see. I'd watch it again at the cinema because I feel like I would pick up on more. But I'd still recommend people to see. I it, think you know what you're know what you're in for. And I think also as well to kind of counteract what I've already said. But I think you do need to watch it at the cinema because I do think if I was watching that at home, I probably would Switch be off. a bit distracted mm. or start kind of doing something else perhaps so yeah maybe the cinema is the best place for it interesting divisive for sure Mm. very divisive (laughs) heather you wrote a feature on where to eat drink and visit 
in Notting Hill because whether you're planning on attending the carnival this week these probably don't apply if you're attending carnival I think we'll be doing <laughs> yeah I think we'll be elsewhere it was a hook it was a hook <laughs> yeah yeah good timing um, but whether you are um, heading into the area for carnival or not um, there's a seriously good selection of things to do in the area now so I want to know where are your favourites so I finally went to pharmacy for the first time uh, a couple of weekends ago mm. for a vegan friend's birthday and it was every bit as good as I thought it, it would be it's really cool yeah. yeah like the atmosphere is really nice it's obviously really beautifully done in there but it does just kind of add yeah. to a sort of mm. nice special vibe the interiors are amazing yeah. and I think you read the menu and you're not like oh super vegan like mm. it just no, it's a really nice menu and I think you could take a non-vegetarian and I don't think they'd be upset by yeah. it not I've been a few times all. like with Ben yeah yeah I was quite happy to have something healthy but in like a cool setting yeah, yeah. exactly yeah I had one of the Mexican bowls which just had mm. kind of you know all the good stuff including yeah. their own sort of like you know like cashew cream mm-hmm. stuff which yeah. emulates sour cream and honestly it just all tasted absolutely Absolutely delicious. Mm. They've started doing afternoon teas. Their high tea, which has got CBD in. So uh, yeah, they clever name. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I quite like that. Uh, yeah, they're open kind of throughout the day, and yeah, I was really impressed. And it wasn't as expensive as I thought it might be as well. So okay. all in all, and do they still do their syringes? Oh. Yes, I didn't have one myself, but okay. I did see them being prepped in the bar. Yeah, yeah you can get like a charcoal shot, um, and it comes in a you. syringe. Yeah, yeah, mm. and you just like. Oh, yeah. yeah, I went uh, maybe three years ago mm. and I really liked it. It was kind of when like a vegan restaurant yeah. was like big news. Yeah, so um, I'm really keen to go back actually because I really liked it. I imagine, yeah, it's improved with age and yeah. Whatnot. So yeah, that's really good. On the sort of restaurant front, uh, Egg Slut has just opened. Terrible oh. name, but um, I went on Saturday. Yeah, it did you? Yeah, I'll oh, tell it you about good. it. It was really good. It's very fast foody. Yeah, and actually, when we all noticed that when we paid, it comes up as uh, Shake Shack on your phone as they owned it, which makes it feel a little bit more fast foody. Yeah. yeah, the food itself it doesn't taste fast foody. The queue wasn't too bad. I was there oh. on Saturday and I queued for like twenty minutes. Like, okay. Really not bad at all and you get inside and you have to order like a fast food restaurant you like order at the till go and sit down they call your name you pick it up but it was so delicious I got this like brioche bun mm. with this I mean the scrambled eggs are insane they look so so nice. creamy and I had this brioche bun and it was with and I had cheese and avo and bacon oh, oh. okay they had like really good fresh orange juice really good brunch mm. and actually it kept me full I did it after yeah. an exercise class and I was really full for ages and um, spenny no it was 15 pounds ahead when I went to LA last year we tried to go because it's a sort of LA mm. thing institution it yeah. is um, they've got some in Miami now as well though, but, ridiculous. Um, yeah we just yeah. didn't even try to be honest because we just kind of had already seen it on yeah. the trip yeah. and was like let's not bother okay. but yeah great and obviously it's now here clues in the name but it's all leg based essentially yeah it's okay. all legs but really, really good ones. Nice. There's also another new restaurant um, on Portobello Road called Gold. I went a few weeks ago and it's really fun, really, really vibey on, uh, we went on a Friday night and it's like a really loud bar and basically the decor is really cool. Like you're in a sort of conservatory. So it feels like you're outside. They've put, they've like planted trees in the floor. They've got lanterns mm. hanging off those trees. Cool. But it is indoors. So, yeah. so it was like hot and loud and buzzy. When Nina Parker was in a couple of weeks ago, she was saying it was really good for veggie options. Yeah, definitely. Definitely really good for veggies. But also there we had like a big baked fish as well. It was and um, there was pasta on the like it's it's a really good assortment um, okay. and like a fun place. Yeah. for an evening out actually I didn't even think about this so on Saturday night I went for the second time to Lisa's in Notting Hill oh really yes. it is oh, I almost don't even want to talk about it because it's like don't such a gem <laughs> um, it's not that new it's been open for a few years but it is the other end of Portobello to Gold behind back towards Labrook Grove and it's a Scandi restaurant so it's kind of like very minimalist cafe it's got like kind of bare light bulbs hanging from the ceiling but on a Thursday Friday and Saturday nights they have a live band oh, and it's fun. like proper up and dancing with the band 
ones. Oh, um, so great. it's like a really good way to have a night out. We went with like a big group of friends both mm-hmm. times. Like you can kind of have shots, but also like have your dinner and then like have yeah. a boogie, but home by 12.30. Oh, I'm always so looking fun. for places like that that's sort of like a bit more than like a nice dinner out, mm-hmm. but it's got like a good vibe. So that it's kind of, if you don't want like a full night, and you can just have a lovely dinner, have a couple of drinks, and then sort of it can turn into how yeah, much of a night options, that you want to Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've literally whinged about that on the podcast so many times, how there aren't that <laughs> yeah. many options in London mm. like that. It's like pizza pomodoro, but cool. That's how I would describe it. Okay. Mm. It's really, really fun. I highly recommend it. Great. And the food's actually really good. The food's there. really good. All again, like all ceviche, charcuterie mm. platters, re- like asparagus has featured heavily on the menu this summer. Okay. It's really, really good. I really recommend. Ooh, one for the mm. list, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Elsa. So away from restaurants, we've also recommended Notting Hill Arts Club, which I've seen loads of bands play there before. And again, you can kind of turn it into a night out afterwards if you feel like a big one. There's also if you've got kids with you, the Museum of Brands is really good. It's that really fun. It's really good. It is what it says. It's just loads of old sort of packaging and campaigns and posters oh, for cool. sort of every brand you can think of. They, Where is that? Do you know? It is on Lancaster Road. Okay. Yeah, it's been there about three or four years. I remember writing about it in my old job when it opened. But they've even got kind of these big cabinets of, you know, all the sort of Happy Meal toys from over the years. Like basically almost every one oh, they can cool. find. And yeah, just really interesting if you're into sort of typography branding or and branding, yeah. you know, those kind of things. They've got those are really good ones all the good old Schweppes ones and things for example so yeah it's good to take kids to if you've got kids yeah. but if not it's still worth a, a wonder we've also got Portobello Road Market of course which everyone knows about so there's no point going into too much <laughs> detail about that one great there we go okay, loads of there's about like 30 odd things on that list so. can I say Notting Hill is, is the best area and like I know that's no like <laughs> it's not like groundbreaking it's that like boutique there's lovely places you can go for lunch mm-hmm. and breakfast and work out and then all those lovely shops mm-hmm. as well and it's just got such like I said, it feels like a bit of a cliche being like, Notting Hill's great, yeah, I know. but it really is. Okay, great. Well, um, for more of Heather's recommendations, I feel like we could talk about Notting Hill all day, yeah. um, then have a look at the feature. Okay, we're going to talk about manicures now. We wrote a piece on eight ways to make your money last longer. So whether you've done it at home by yourself or whether you've had them professionally done, we wrote a list of all the things that you should do to ensure it lasts. So I want to know, I'm looking around. There's not many manicures going on in this room, guys. I'm like scrunching my hands. Yeah. So you can't see the state of my cuticles. Although, Hattie, you've got some... Funky colours really Trying something new. Mm. So you've got four purple fingers on one hand with an orange on your ring finger. Yeah. And then four orange on the other yeah. hand with purple on the other Vice versa on the other Correct. hand. Correct. Yes. Yes. Vice versa. I That's feel right. like it's a thing at the it, moment. It, it Tamara's a, a big Tamara, fan. Tamara, yeah, Tamara's yeah. Tamara yeah. quite a summary. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Thanks, Did guys. you do it yourself? I did, but they are horrific they're chips. relationships <laughs> now at this right stage. now so how many days ago did you do that nearly two weeks oh that's all right so it has that's lasted lost-ish. quite well my trick is mm. always use a base coat yes i'm quite bad for everything else but i will always always do a base coat it's a waste of time painting your nails if you're not gonna use a base coat yeah i absolutely agree i have never used a base coat no. but that's why your nails are always i know chips. i know but i always use a top coat no oh, see no, i always <laughs> <give> a top <laughs> coat as you know, Lou, know. that will still I'm make them feel so, so terrible with nails. Before getting engaged, I probably got my nails done like once every six months. And I felt super fancy when I had them, but they chip all the time. 
until last week, we have never had a dishwasher. So doing the washing up was obviously, my hands are just submerged in hot water, it seems, all the time. And that's one of the tips that do not use hot water for 24 hours. Guys, rub Um, a gloves, get your marigolds out. But now I feel that I should get manicures more often because my fingers look so much nicer when they are painted. And do people always ask to see your hand these days? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, I just like hide my fingers a little bit. So it is really nice to have, but I just, I can never seem to make it last because like I'll get a little air bubble under it and I'll just pick at it mm-hmm. a tiny bit and that does not look good nothing no. upsets me more than like a little chip or just one that's come off yeah so I just think if you're going to have that it's better to just have nothing I really look shit without nail varnish on I just okay. really doesn't suit me I wear a lot of rings so I feel like my hands are like quite a feature and mm. yeah it just doesn't suit me yeah I don't know why I just can't I do off. instantly feel like I don't know just like pepped up yes if I have my nails so I feel quite naked without nail varnish me on. too me too I, I feel like I've gone out without my face on yeah, yeah. 100% <laughs> Yeah. The only thing is, I think it's just getting used to it. It's yeah. kind of one. I remember there was a time when I always used to wear eyeliner, and then when I didn't, I was like, "Oh my god, I look naked!" Mm-hmm. And then once you just get used to it, mm. then you're like, "Okay, that's fine." So yeah. I think yeah. often you just kind of need to almost have a bit of a cleanse, have yeah. a month mm. without it, and be like, "Okay, yeah, I can't get used yeah. to this." I only use polish, polish because gels or anything yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. Just, I cannot explain how bad. They are for my. I know some people claim that it makes it so much better for them, but like even just for my wedding, I, I had gels on for two weeks, and it's they're still recovering. They're still really? Recovering. Yeah, it makes them so weak just for two yeah. weeks. Um. So yeah. So I tend to just use polish, but the maintenance of that is quite high. Yeah. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. How often would you say you paint yours? Every couple of weeks. Oh, I try to, but it kind of just depends when I can be bothered. Yeah. I'd rather have gels. So if I have an occasion, I will go and get gels done. Mm-hmm. And they don't really affect my nails that much. Yeah, so you say that. I don't my know why. Damage. I don't know what it is. I also, my trick is to paint my nails at my desk because that way you don't do yeah. anything with your hands. Mm. So if I do it at home, then instantly I want to like, I don't yeah, know. My like, if I do it at my desk and then all I have to do is sit and type or use my mouse, then that's like a very mm. good yeah. drying period. Yeah, I think that's my thing is just... There's never a time where I'm sat still long Same. enough yeah. for them to dry. And even when, if I do go get them done and I'm sat under that little Oh, I get so thing, bored. Like, <laughs> boring. So boring. Boring. <laughs> they must be done now and I'll walk off. And, and then, then I'll, go not, get, I'll yeah. like go into my yeah. handbag and be like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm exactly the same. Exactly oh. the same. Heather, you're quite bare nailed lady. Yeah, I do. I like having pedicures mm. mainly. Yeah. So not, I, I don't do it as much as I would like to because they are a bit pricey. But yeah, I enjoy. I think that's more just the process of just getting mm. your actual oh, feet cleansed. Yeah, exactly. And they use that like shave on the bottom of <laughs> yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah. So I am the most ticklish person in the entire world, and I'm not joking. It, it's like an ordeal. Yeah, I have it, to like. It's only when they breath. use that sort of scrubber the scrub. type thing. Mm. I, I, I can't yeah. stand it. Like yeah. just thinking about it now is making my toes yeah. curl yeah, yeah, yeah. up. I think I've got really strong reflex though because I feel it behind my ears. I get this like. What? I know it's really strange. It's, really, get, it's all related. That's reflexology. Yeah. 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 So I need to speak to someone about which part of my body is the issue that that in, really hurts. But I'm literally like that is fascinating. Yeah. I'm squirming in my seat and yeah. touch my toes behind my ears. Yeah. Wow. Mm, wow. Really weird. That is interesting. Oh, I know more about that. But yeah, pedicures, yes. Manicures, no. That yeah. is one thing that I've learned not to do is experiment with nail colours. Like, you can really pull it off, Hattie. You, you look really cool in a quirky <laughs> colour. I just look tacky. I don't know. I, I have to. Yeah, it. I know. I promise you. Like, I really... I find that A... The lighter the colour, the better it stays on. Mm. If I have a day, even like yeah. a red will just chip in like one oh, day. And B, I just don't suit like snazzy colour. Or, or it okay. makes me feel self-conscious mm-hmm. at any rate. I don't okay. know if maybe it's I not true. But. I love it. Because I think it's the one part of your look that doesn't really have to match any outfit. Exactly. So I, that's why I like yes. a bright colour or a glitter. 
Yeah. And it's like actually we were saying with Lisa the other day, we were talking about colourful makeup mm-hmm. on the podcast. And she was like, well, you can take it off. So yeah. It's, yeah. Quite, it's a fun way to experiment with colour. and stuff. So um, okay, well, we haven't shared any tips for making it last longer, <laughs> apart from use a base coat. So anything and, else? And uh, marigolds. And marigolds, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked the tip, go easy on the amount of polish, because I think, yeah. yeah, traditionally, I'd have just, like, done a nice thick gloop and, like, yeah. then waited forever. But actually, yeah, That's thinner right. and more yeah. layers is obviously Easy an obvious one. But. With some colours, like I've got SE ballet slippers, mm. and you have to get a couple of coats yeah. to get good colours on that. Georgie's always saying adamant that you need three coats of ballet slippers. I think you can get away with two if your hands are tanned. Uh-huh. And if you do them thick coats. So yeah, they've got to be thick-ish. The last time I got my nails done, they didn't have ballet slippers there, so I took mine along with me. And so she did it using my bottle, and I couldn't believe how much she used. Uh, were you it's annoyed? Like, you like, oi. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's mine, I'm paying for that. Did she do two layers or three? She so she did two layers and it looked almost like as dark as what yeah I'm wearing like a white Charlotte's got a white so ballet slippers is sort of if for those that don't know it's sort of like an iridescent Mm. slightly sort of pinky pearly pink pearly pink yeah but without that sort of sheen to it yes it's it's, it's like a whitey pink yeah so depending on how many layers obviously you can make it thicker or not I don't really like it when you can see your moon the moons yeah the crescent yeah your half Um, crescent whatever it's called so I like it a little bit thicker but I was surprised at how much she used and actually it looked really good I am actually going to give a shout out to this white because people always ask where it's from it's called pre-show jitters by Essie Um, okay this also says roll your bottle instead of shaking it if your bottle has been sat stagnant for a while, roll it between your hands to mix the formula up. You'll notice some manicurists do this instead of vigorously shaking it. This is because shaking can cause air bubbles, whereas rolling just lubricates the formula for a smoother finish. That does make sense. Like, you do see them kind of, yeah, rolling roll it, yeah, yeah. between their hands. As lot violently exactly. going for it. Um, another tip is sesh feet. Obviously. I'm Obviously. sure we've talked about that before. Yeah. It is just the ultimate top coat. It's like, do you use that? No. Oh, you should. Yeah. I really, oh, I really would just want to go and paint my nails now. Yeah. I've, got, I've got all the equipment on my desk. <laughs> I do mine You've got me really yes. excited about it. <laughs> Lunchtime <laughs> task exactly. for you, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I've recently, recently got into, like cuticle oil, because I really find Ooh. that when I have a manicure, it makes my cuticles so much worse. I think it gets aggravated by somebody like clipping mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. So I asked Becky the best one and she recommended the Jessica cuticle oil and I love it. It's, mm. It is so good. It's been amazing. Like the most hydrating thing And what, ever. you just put it on every day? Yeah, give it a little pipette squeeze mm-hmm. and then rub it in. And it's, it's really helped. So nice. um, okay, well, for more tips on how to make your money last longer, then do have a look at the piece on the site. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
<laughs> Let's talk about stain removal now. I hope that everybody here has got some good recommendations. We wrote a piece on how to get rid of everything from sweat patches to oil marks, whether it's your clothes or your carpets. So I want to know, Lou, I feel like this is very up your street. Oh, I love this. What are your top tips for stain removal? I was really pleased that the ones that I use are on there. Vanish Carpet mm. Cleaner is incredible. So it's on there and it basically, you shake it up, you spray it on, it's kind of like a foam and you let it just kind of sink in a little bit. Give it a scrub with a like a scour or a bit of a sponge. Really, really work it in. And then you leave it for a couple of hours and then you hoover it up. It you says it. it says to hoover mm-hmm. it. I don't really know what you hoover, but it must be something with like the, the particles yeah. of like the dry, dry. dry. Yeah. Yeah. And it is amazing. We um, have a communal hallway and communal hallways just always get so yeah. grubby. One of the flats have got a dog. We once had an Ocado delivery that arrived and the milk spill. I mean, milk is the worst, but it often gets stained. And I just pop down there with my vanish and I am happy as <laughs> well, I bet they love you in the building. It's, just, <laughs> it's so satisfying when you see a stain that you're like, oh, that is going to be tricky. And it comes off. Yeah, oh. That's so true. So yeah. And then also the vanish spray for clothes especially with whites kind of anything that needs like a little bit of an extra touch just Mm. kind of before it goes in the machine I'll just give it a quick spray put it in comes out good as new so yeah top tip Heather Uh, I don't love cleaning in any form really so I don't get too excited by such product but (laughs) recently I stayed at my parents while they're on holiday and they've got two massive cats both of whom were sick every night so I'd come down in the morning like lovely but yeah I was kind of rifling through my parents' cleaning cupboard and, yeah, using different things each time. How <laughs> was that for No, you? it was actually quite interesting. But, yeah, the vanish was the yeah. one. Yeah. But it says here, I'm not just talking randomly about cat sick, it is actually in the piece. Oh, it's but, one of the options. Yeah, one of the <laughs> options. So I just picked one that I'd used recently. But it, as it says in the piece, yeah, Pick up any debris and blot up any moisture without rubbing Ew. it in. So Gross. there we go. Don't rub the cat sick into the carpet. <laughs> and then if a stain has dried, which it hadn't in my case, you need to moisten it and apply a bit of carpet stain removal product. Mm. And then you can neutralize any odor with white wine vinegar or white wine, according to this, which I didn't do. I just yeah. used the vanish. The vanish. But, um, they came with their white wine <laughs> diminished. I mean, it had anyway. But, <laughs> but also, yeah, they said as well, you could also mix laundry detergent with warm water in a spray bottle and spray the area and uh, blot it away after a few minutes. So next time I stay, I might try that one. It's those hacks that I really like. Like this suggests that if you have sweat stains, to use clear vinegar or lemon juice, you can soak a sponge with vinegar or lemon juice and then you just rinse it. The smell of vinegar just puts me off doing that. Yeah, although, I mean, sweat stains on, like, T-shirts and stuff is so annoying, but I just think there's a time when a white T-shirt is past (laughs) its best. Yeah. And you get rid, like... Or it becomes a sleeping T-shirt. Yeah, Yeah. or a painting. Yeah. Just, like, Mm. even just using a bit of cotton for, like, cleaning or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, Another one on there that I thought was interesting as well was that you can get rid of mould on clothes with salt and lemon. Again, as soon as I have mould on my clothes... Oh, just clothes. Just I've never had mold. How does one get mold on your clothes? Oh, guys. So we had a really bad situation in our old flat. Damp. Through damp, exactly. And like if sort of the back of a wardrobe, for example, Mm -hmm. if it gets affected, then it can just rise up. In the winter, we often put, it's kind of like a hanger with a like plastic bag and then it's got these like white beads on the bottom and then all the water like gathers within it and I'm like oh my god there's that much water or like condensation and damp in my wardrobe you have no idea it 
so disgusting. God, that's quite scary. So those are really, really handy. That's not a stain remover tip, but that is a good thing to, I think, especially, like, we live in a Victorian conversion. Mm. There's always, like, problems like that. So always good to have. On the subject of mould, HG, which I've mentioned a few times, which you can get from the pound shop, do a really good mould spray. So for, mm. like, my bathroom hasn't got a window in it. So, like, every yeah. couple of weeks it gets horrible. So you have to really... Mm. And that's the only thing I've used. Yeah. It's called HG Mold Spray. Okay. Uh, you can get it on eBay and yeah, in the pound yeah. shop, and it really works. You just spray it on. It smells a bit like a swimming pool for yeah. a couple, like ten minutes or so, and then rinse it off with the shower, and it all just disappears. Yeah, we have that for our ceiling as well. Like, yeah, again, it's a bathroom with really yeah. shit ventilation, no windows. So every couple of months on the ceiling, mm-hmm. sort of yeah, bits start mm-hmm. to grow. So disgusting. And also, you just can't beat a bit of bleach. Like, yeah, our yeah. mugs often get stained with tea and coffee mm. and there's no amount of fairy liquid that can get rid of them so we'll just put a little bit of bleach in the bottom of the mugs add some hot water literally leave it for like 30 seconds and it's gone Hattie any stain removal tips I'm kind of like you Heather in that cleaning products aren't really my thing Damn. but they aren't my thing I just want to say <laughs> no, but I don't get you were very excited about cleaning <laughs> yeah. the communal it's more carpet. excited about cleaning the manicures yeah. <laughs> The one thing I do swear by is another Vanish product. They're just the best. The pre-wash bars. So it looks kind of like a bar of soap. And if you get a stain on your clothing, so if you spill something, rub a bit on, soak it in cold water. And I tend to leave it as long as I can. So like just leave it in the sink overnight or whatever. And then put it in the washing machine. And it honestly really makes a difference. Like any? Yeah, so like food, drink, those kinds of things. Spilling down clothes okay so really we all need then, to yeah. stock up and vanish mm-hmm. I really like this piece actually because it's got every different type of stain yeah. in it yeah. to treat it really clever so this recommends dabbing red wine with carbonated or soda water and then washing it this is if it's on your clothes I guess mm. that not like a tablecloth or a sofa but it also recommends how to get out butter cooking oil and grease with corn flour supposedly treat it with corn flour additionally you should dab methylated spirits on lipstick interesting they also mention now about blood that you should use cold water not hot water my nana taught me that trick mm. interesting mm. Okay, well, next time you murder someone, you know how to tidy up. (laughs) Um, All right, well, for some more hacks on successful stain removal, then do have a look at the piece on the site. Um, We're going to end by talking about some fashion now. We wrote a piece on all the autumn winter pieces you can wear now, whether it's things that you already have in your wardrobe or you're looking to purchase something for the new season. You don't have to wait until it gets really cold to wear your favourite wintry pieces, do you, Lou Huff? No, you don't. And I just think wear them all year round. So cardigans we had on the list, I think they are such a good piece of knitwear. Like Charlotte and I get really excited with thinking about new knitwear, but often it just, like I'm wearing a jumper today and I'm already regretting it. Because often like your jumper is your look, whereas a cardigan is a layer and you can wear it over a pretty blouse like you're wearing now, Hattie, and it not sort of take over so much. Yeah, it's kind of can add something, like you can wear it over a little dress and Mm -hmm. then still have your dress as an outfit when it gets really hot or like for a commute cardigans are so good yeah and also I love a cardigan belted I think you can style them in a really cool way now whereas obviously like don't get me wrong I love a like granny cardi cute but you can also make them look a bit cooler and a bit edgier with with accessories definitely boots again are another one I mean it's again not groundbreaking say wear boots with a dress or shorts or a skirt whatever 
but it's just nice to sort of mm. not show your toes anymore, put your sandals away and <laughs> kind of bring out your boots. And I mean, I would wear them all year round. And it's comfy footwear. If you exactly. Like, yeah. you know, if trainers aren't for you every day, we want to be a bit smarter. Yeah. It's nice to know that you've got the option to wear boots. Exactly. And then not wearing a heel as well. It's mm. just kind of, it adds another dimension to your look. I think if you've been wearing one dress all summer and you've worn it with, I don't know, sandals, flip-flops, Birkenstocks, trainers, whatever, suddenly wearing boots with it will just feel like you're just kind of taking it into like the next season, mm-hmm. but still remain relevant to like the weather one of the tips I liked in this piece was that long boots are obviously around a lot for, for autumn winter like proper knee high ones which obviously it feels maybe a bit much at this time of year but a lot of that trend is the western style boot mm, and actually yeah. that I think for some reason doesn't look as wintry as a kind of traditional no. block heel round toe or even pointy toe yeah. heel so if you want to buy a pair that you can wear from now into yeah. the next season then go for that western style because something about the western look kind of works in summer I think yeah. it's yeah. because I don't know it's perhaps hot, more hot I think perhaps more in summer if not and especially in that sort of transseasonal Mm. transitional time where you're sort of you're not sure whether you're coming or going but but you can't make it work in like an Isabel Monty way completely completely. so so I think it's um, worth doing and like Aline Bing and her white Yes, I mean they're they're pretty cool aren't they Um, Hattie are you starting to wear your autumn winter wardrobe yet? I'm kind of starting to introduce pieces so like my ankle boots my leather jacket Mm. I mean that is an all year round piece but it's just something nice about wearing bits of them. And like you were saying, you've still got a tan, you still get your legs out, but it's not too layered up. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I actually wore my trench this weekend. I was wearing double denim on Saturday night. I was wearing nice. that Lou and I both have that frilly Zara denim shirt. And it's quite hard to know what to wear over the top yeah. of that. Because it's something like a biker, you can kind of see the frills. It yeah. just looks a bit busy. Um, but I wore my big oversized trench because the weather was a bit rubbish. And it, it was so, when you haven't worn something for a few months, oh, it's so the nice. best feeling, yeah. isn't it? I was like, oh, this old gem. Is yeah. it that nice top shop? It one? was the nice, the really oversized top shop one and that's a great jacket actually because you can't see anything you're wearing underneath so it's quite it's yeah. really easy to just throw on over yeah. everything yeah, yeah. I love that. Nice. Um, Heather what about you yeah. I feel like you, you like a, you like a bit of autumn winter yeah that's kind of what I wear year round and then just start wearing it without tights <laughs> in the summer yeah last year I was getting in trouble with you lot especially Georgie for wearing tights when it was hot outside but that's just what I used to do yeah. but so I finally liberated my legs this year I sort of started a little bit last year. Probably because I went to America, actually, and I really could not wear yeah, yeah. tights there without <laughs> Your California yeah. road trip in tights. <laughs> it's definitely helped. And then this year, I can't remember the last time I actually wore some. I'm actually just kind of like, oh, this is it now. Well done, Heather. I don't know. I feel like I've turned a corner in my okay. life. Yeah. And I'm actually, I remember, like, you know, in previous years and previous jobs, people in September being like, I don't want to start putting tights on. And I'd obviously have worn them anyway. So yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Whereas now, <laughs> yeah. I am actually... Yeah. Dreading it. I yeah. don't actually really? want to put any on at all. Oh, so yeah. Don't keep it that way, Heather. Oh, yeah. I've got a friend who loves a tight mm. and she has a rule that she will only wear tights past Halloween. So that is her. Okay, maybe yeah. if it's freezing cold in October. She just embraces it. Yeah, okay. that, that's her rule of when she's allowed to wear tights again. Yeah. So otherwise you can end up wearing them for like seven months. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You, wear, you like tights as well. I love tights. Mm. I love just getting out all my winter clothes. Yeah. Mm. There's something so, I think it's when we were talking about back to school vibes yeah. earlier. Mm. I have underbed storage, so all my winter things go away and I get out all my summer clothes. And then around September, I You make the swap. And it's yeah. just such a good... Like, yeah, yeah. getting a whole new yeah. yeah. For those who aren't familiar with Hattie's style, you've got a kind of Blair Waldorf thing <laughs> yes, going really. on, haven't you? So That's I think the tights, the tights play in very well Definitely. to that look. Yeah, tights, skirts, boots, 
dress the best. Mm. And a hairband. And a headband. <laughs> Another look I love is a long duster coat with a short skirt. Love that yes. look. And like a high boot. Yeah. High ankle boot. Yeah. Or, yeah. or just like a slide. I don't know. I think. Or a trainer. I don't know. It just feels like way more appropriate and a bit cooler than like having mm-hmm. your legs out. But then you've got this like power coat. On. I love, I love that with then like a chunky jumper on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well. That is like proper autumn style. Yeah. 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 Short skirt, so I'm not sure about that with the bare legs yet. But I we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Yeah. Next year, <laughs> next summer, we, we'll try that one. But on a new note, these leather jackets are so nice. nice these, I can't I've, what I've had my eye on a. I, I've been thinking about getting a new one for about four years. And these Just are, do it. Take the plunge. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. The ones we won't regret it, Heather. Yeah. Like honestly, a leather jacket is again. It's so boring that we keep saying this, but it is that piece that you will wear all year round, and is just like the perfect staple to just throw on over a look, and it really does go with everything. Yeah, we put in ones from like All Saints and Reese, and those kind of mid-level high street brands mm. that do really yeah. good leather. Mm. So they're not cheap, but they're all under four hundred pounds. So yeah, they're an investment, but yeah, yeah. I need some styling tips. I'll come to okay. you too okay. another well, time. We'll do a future and we'll talk about them. There we yeah. go. There we go. Yeah. Thanks. All right. <laughs> I think we'll have to leave it there i think that's all we've got time for today if you enjoyed that please do send us your feedback at podcast at sherlux.com we love hearing from you and don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.